coming to you from Studio 77, deep in the heart of Dixie, Gastonia, North Carolina. Your Bourbon and Badges podcast, the podcast, Bourbon Badges. I'm Buck. Oh, you got to love Buck. Yeah, I got to I gotta learn how to do an opening like that, oh, don't Oh, man, I? that yeah. is the way you do an intro. Yeah, we're yeah, sending a thing about you. You always did, man. You, uh, you bought a $3 bottle of liquor every time you came, but... <laughs> <laughs> great intros. They got the intro down, didn't they? Yeah, just for our listeners, right. we said everything about Buck, and we thought we'd just play that intro in his honor, his memory, to start off the first, the new year, right? Yes, exactly. absolutely. And Happy New Year, everybody. It's 2023, January 1st. 2023. Did you yeah, know five. today was the first day of the rest of your life? And yesterday was the last day of your previous life. In 2022. Of our previous yeah. life, so you you believe in reincarnation? Well, no. Yesterday. Well, that's <laughs> you, know, you don't know. I don't know. Do you? I, I don't believe in that mess. Well, I, I don't believe. Barry, we believe in aliens and Bigfoot. So, yeah. <laughs> well, y'all do. I don't. You don't believe. You don't believe in what? You don't believe in aliens or Bigfoot or one of the other. I don't. I, I may can believe in visitors from outer space, maybe, but there ain't no Bigfoot because. He'd have a family by now, and we ain't seen them as family members. You got to have a family. Oh yeah, it's not, it's not like a Bigfoot. It's a bunch of big, well, big footers, footiest. Yeah. He's got to have some kids somewhere. Oh yeah, they're they're and they're, down, they're everywhere. Down they're everywhere. <laughs> they are everywhere. You know, now that's a I, whole, we, that's a rabbit hole. I don't know. Did I did I start that? Uh, we kind of all did, but we won't go down it now because that's not the premier topic for tonight, but we will get to that at a later topic. Yeah, we need to talk about it again in length. And by the way, speaking of Bigfoot, Hound Dog, I heard you had some issue with your heart. Uh, I did. So uh, we're surprised you have a heart, so go at the story. And it was beating as well. Wasn't beating in rhythm or in like it's supposed to be. Anyway, I went to the doctor and they, the doctor says, has anybody ever told you you had a heart murmur before? And I said, uh, uh, what? Lay the foreground. Why did you go to the doctor? Well, just to, uh, when I moved from Gastonia to Calabash, I needed a new doctor because I wasn't going to go to uh, Gastonia every time I needed to go to the doctor for my old doctor. So I got a new doctor down here. It's actually in Shalote, North Carolina. So I go to him for the first visit, kind of get to know him, and uh, he's listening to my heart. And then, he, like I said, he says, uh, "Did you? Uh, anybody ever tell you you had a heart murmur?" I said, "No, that's the first I heard of that one." He said, "Well, we do." I said, "Well, okay, what do I need to do?" Because you know me, I don't know what I don't know what in the world a heart, heart murmur is. See, you got no heart. See, see, if I was a doctor, I'd say, "Well, you need to fill an insurance form, put me as your beneficiary." <laughs> <laughs> but uh so he scheduled me a, a uh, ultrasound on my heart and i went to that i guess last week or the week before last anyway but and <clears throat> some get up on the table and the, the nurse that was performing the ultrasound uh she put that jelly stuff all over my chest and then she hit this prod probe to me to my chest oh, wait a minute probe and jelly at the same time <laughs> okay, which way are you facing, Hound Dog? Would you face? I'm, I'm, I'm laying on my back. Right. Actually, I'm laying on my side. But so I'm laying there. She's got this little probe thing going all over my chest, all four corners of my heart, and 
and all uh, four corners. You got a square heart. Yeah, four yeah. quarters. Oh, you know, quarters, quarters, oh, quarters. quarters. I'm sorry, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, so I'm lay there. It took them, man. It took them thirty, forty-five minutes or so to do that. I mean, and, you got a big uh, heart. That's what they say. So it took a while to find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's there you go. Yeah. The, I'm sure you're right the there, B-Dub. <laughs> through all the fat, it didn't take a while. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think of that. Way. It's been like I you didn't, didn't have a heart. That. Like, yeah, you didn't have a heart. That's why I took it. But anyway, so uh, after she gets done, you know, she gets all that jelly, jail stuff off of me. And, and uh, she said, well, you know, we'll be calling you in a couple of weeks. To let you know, the doctor will be calling you to let you know how things went or what the, the results were. I said, okay, that's cool. So <clears throat> get out of the car. Bobby's waiting on me in the car. Get out to the car. And from Shalute to Calabash, where I live, is probably about a 20-minute car ride. So we're getting, we're going, we probably ain't been in the car no longer than six or seven minutes. My phone rang. It's the doctor's office. And, of course, I think, uh-oh. <laughs> Thumbs up. I'm turn around and come back. Yeah, yeah they, I, I was waiting for them to say, well, how how far away from you are? I'm sorry. Anyway. No, uh, they probably said we forgot the probe. Turn around and come back. <laughs> yeah, you can't bring it. can't take that with you, sir. <laughs> so I'm talking to her, and uh, it was a, I don't know, it wasn't my doctor, because my doctor's a guy. This is a, a girl. It might have been the one that was did the uh, ultrasound. But uh, she said, well, the doctor wanted me to come and let you know that uh, that everything's fine. You're normal. And, I said, and my wife could hear this, at, you know, when she was saying it over the phone. And I said, well, okay, well, that's good. Then I'm, as soon as I hang up, Bobby says, will you tell them to check a little bit deeper? Because there ain't no way in hell that you're normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. tell you normal by two standards. But go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, I said, I'm, I got to. Clean bill of health on my on my heart, so I'm good to go. So that goes right back to our opening topic about UFOs, man. You should talk about getting probed. Hey, you never know. <laughs> got probed bad, man. But that was a good outcome. They they set your timing. Your timing set good. Yeah, my timing must have jumped a little bit. Well, I can tell you what called that mur- what caused that murmur. It's what friggin' nose hair dipping waxing thing you did? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I made agree. him nervous. Oh, that ain't bad. Y'all should try it. No. Why should why should we should we try waxing your nose hair? No, you should try waxing your nose hair. Hey Barry, let's get together one night and wax each other's nose hair. How about that? Oh, that'd be no. Good. We're probing jelly and waxing. I'm out. Well, you don't have to probe and jelly. It's just your. It's just the wax for your nose things. And you understand yeah, you man, did that to yourself, ain't. Reggie. Yeah, man, it ain't nothing, dude. It ain't nothing. And you did this sober. Yeah, I had a thing to drink. So here's how that happened. That's why you was making bad decisions. You were sober. (laughs) So wife ordered the the nose hair waxing kit. It came in the mail. We heat the wax up in the the microwave. Got these little Q-tip looking things, and you dip it in the wax, shove it up your nose. Dip one in the wax, shove it up the other side of your nose. Let it sit there for a couple minutes. It gets, you know, to the wax gets hard and hardens and, you know, sort of adhere to everything. Then you just rip it right out of your nose. Don't hurt <laughs> at all. God almighty. That sounds well, bad to me. You more a man than I am, brother. And then, well, unless you get it on your mustache hair like I did, and that hurt like hell. 
Man, you just, if you just pluck one little nose hair, man, it makes your eyes water. It does. I was thinking about that. I've tried pulling one. I, I just it makes it don't matter. My eyes are going to water. Get some wax. I might see, try that. Get some wax. They do it on your ears too, but I ain't doing it on my ears. Well, why not? But don't they make? Yeah, how come I mean, you don't you need anti- ears? Why do you anti ear? I, I don't know. I just that's just kind of weird to me. He can lose his You're smell in the wax ability. up your nose and doing your ears is weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he's got his timing set and I don't yeah. know. I, I'm proud of you though. I'm glad you got a, got all that done. You're looking all manscaping there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but anyway, well, he's about got, all that yeah, he's getting ready for that summer job, B dub. I know. Yeah. Beat control. Baywatch. Yep, I'm the old Reg Hasselhoff. Reggie Hasselhoff. You can be yep. Reggie Heavyhoff. <laughs> oh, let me tell you this, That's man. Uh, I'm out there doing some uh, landscaping, uh, loving off a place for to uh, have a building put on my on down there near the driveway. Mm-hmm. And man, I felt something pull up my stomach. I thought, well, that's kind of odd, man. So I kind of slowed down a little bit. Long story short, later, later in the evening, I'm sitting there in front of the TV, and yeah, you push back on the lounge chair, uh, the uh, recliner, you know, to, to make it go back. I went to do that, man, and I pulled a growing muscle. Oh, jeez. I'm a religious fella, but had I not been, I found religion right then, let me tell you, because I was asking God for all kind of things. Please let man. this pain go away. Good grief. How long that last? Oh, it felt like twenty minutes, probably two. But good gosh, I ain't. Good gracious! I've had, you know, I've had uh, pulled muscles in my back before, and that's nothing compared to that. Man, you might have to go to one of them MDs. I'm not stupid. You don't spell it. Mountain doctor. A mountain doctor. Yeah, mountain doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we'll get you some good bourbon and drink it. You won't know you're hurting. Well, yeah, so it's, just, it, it's, a whole lot, it's a whole lot better today. Hopefully, I just strained it as opposed to pulling it. But, man, good gosh. Y'all are just not used to that manual labor. I'm telling you, y'all, y'all don't know what you heard last night, but you heard something, and it was me. Wow. Like a mountain lion, probably, if he's on that mountain. Like a five-year-old little girl. <laughs> well, you're just getting old. That's all it is. It's terrible. You know, you you are the only one on the podcast that's drawing Social Security. Me and Reggie, you know, Hound Dog ain't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, let's drink some of this bourbon we got tonight. Oh, yeah, man. We are 11 minutes into this podcast. What what are we drinking, Rich? Hound Dog? We're drinking Michter's Sour Mash Whiskey. It is. The company is Michter's Distillery, but it says it's sourced. Why would a distillery source their liquor if they have the capabilities and the knowledge and the know-how to make their own whiskey? Yeah, what about big? Have you ever you've been to the distillery? I have. That's actually the bottle that uh, that we're drinking out of tonight. I purchased it at their distillery. Who'd you go there with? Uh, Grim and Mully. That's the couple of renegade pigs. We went there. I guess last year on the way to the national convention. Hey, shout out to Molly. He's got a baby He's at the a house. Baby girl. Baby girl. Got a yeah, brand man. New baby girl. What? Samantha. Brought her home Christmas Day? Samantha and Molly Masters. You want to go by Sam? Christmas baby. Yep. Good deal. There he had, yep. what, two boys? So that, that, that. Yeah, that rounded it out. Oh, yeah. Good, good deal, man. It, it's, it's funny. I was talking to, talking to Molly right after the baby was born. 
And uh, I was like, well, when y'all going to try for another one? And his wife, Ellen, said, tell him to shut the hell up. <laughs> so well, good I don't know Congratulations, if another uh, one in there. Yeah, yeah, congrats. Congratulations, sir, Molly. And yeah, Ellen. and Molly is the president of the North Carolina chapter of the Renegade Pigs. The Moonshine yeah. Crew. That's right. Well, good deal. And Grim, man, and Grim, you can't forget Grim as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Grim's in the DC chapter. He lives there in South Carolina. Yeah, man, I hate uh, I hate being over in the mountains, man, because uh, you know, usually around football season and stuff, he you know, he usually has something going on at the by the pool. I hadn't heard anything from well, him here lately. Well, I tell you, he was trying to get together a uh, a New Year's Eve thing. He's done a New Year's Eve thing for a while, but he well, said he, he had to go out of town for work. He, he's a little late. Yeah, we said he had to go out of town for work, so he wasn't going to be able to swing it this year. All right, Sour Masher, what we got there? Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of places do, you know, distill a lot of things and still source whiskey from other places. Yeah, but I just don't understand why they would do that. If they got the capabilities, like I said, to, to do that, to make their own whiskey, why would they source it? I, I think it's economic, something to do with economics. I don't know the money aspect of it. I don't know. And how dog educate some of our new listeners. What is what is a sourced whiskey? When you get it from other distilleries or other yeah, I guess it'd be other distilleries and you sell it and label it as your own. That means it's sourced from a different distillery. Yeah, but it says on the label, right, that it's sourced. So there's no false well, advertising for them. Uh, you know what? I hadn't really looked at the label, I'm just looking at my notes here I wrote. Yeah, a lot of places will say bottled by, uh, you know, it may say aged and bottled by or produced by. You know, all yeah. those are just uh, ways of getting around saying we did not distill this whiskey. Yeah. But this is uh, 86 proof. There's no age statement. So it could be less than two years. It's a whiskey. So it could be less than two years old. And, uh, no mash bills disclosed, and this MSRP is right around $47 a fifth. I'll open that thing up. Open it up. And so, just if you need any news listeners, we hope we have a whole bunch of news listeners. But, you know, what we do is first we open it up, we nose it, tell what kind of nosing notes we get, then we taste it and give us a tasting notes, and then we rate it. Zero being the worst thing in the world, 10 being the greatest thing in the world, seven's a daily drinker. Yeah, you know we have I'm less losing. we have less daily drinkers than we n- normally do. Um, oh yeah, daily drinkers. Well, maybe this will make it. You never know. Well, Surprise! It might, it might no. We're out the pour getting a lot of ethanol. Hope that burns. Yeah, that's off. what I'm getting. Maybe that'll burn off here in a second. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. A lot of that, and maybe a little bit of a hint of vanilla, a little bit, but not a little vanilla. Not much. A little vanilla, like a I get, vanilla. I'm getting vanilla. I don't know. Guys, maybe I'm just craving some some movie popcorn, man. Maybe getting motion movie buttery popcorn on the nose. I don't know where the hair lately that's where it's coming from. I don't know. I'm definitely getting the vanilla. Maybe a little anyway. Al- maybe a little almond, maybe. Well, the uh the other professionals, let me tell you what they say. Yeah. They say uh caramel. Fresh cut apples, a touch of nutmeg, with bouts of vanilla, cinnamon, cinnamon sway, uh, cinnamon sway in, color adding the aroma, pleasant impact. So vanilla. I don't get the pleasant impact. 
I don't either. It's I get very very alcohol forward. Hey, what if they hire, hire these uh, Hallmark card writers <laughs> part time to write this uh, stuff for them? Man, they got to. Sometimes I think they do. It's creative writing crew. Yep. All right, we'll give this a shot and see what happens. Give it a taste. Give it a little taste there. So what you think, man? Then uh, we'll give it a sample as well. All right, I just got through. It's not too bad. It's not too shabby. It's a little, it's, it's a little dry on the back end, as opposed it's, to a little dry on the front end. It's a little, little. That's almost like saying, "Hey, Molly's got a new baby." Well, they don't give out old ones. Yeah, so it's a little dry. Is, it is a little dry. It's not got a pleasant taste to it. I think. Let me try it one more time. I don't know about the pleasant taste. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's uh, a. Uh, it's not bad at all. I kind of like it. It's different than what we, you know, different, but I, I, I like it. Yeah, well, yeah, we are getting to the point. All we've got left is different. We we have tried everything in the world. Yep. You're and, right. uh, you know, just give a little, uh, little cat out of the bag. Here shortly, we're going to do some uh, Jameson in the next couple of weeks just because we're, run, we're running out of uh, American bourbon whiskey. Well, America. America. <laughs> isn't there one called American American whiskey? I think there is. I don't know. Hmm. All right, you guys, it's time to rate this thing. It's, oh no no no! Do, do we give a do we give our tasting notes? Get a little uh, ethanol, a little um, a little vanilla, maybe. Yeah, we did, and it don't have a, a huge long burn rate. It don't burn going all the way down. Well, it's oh, in our wheelhouse. We, we we like a ninety proof, so it's like eighty six. So it's in our wheelhouse. Yeah, but the uh, other professionals say it's a sweet flavor of butterscotch, vanilla, caramel, toffee, toffee, and coffee cake. Now, does toffee have an individual taste, or does toffee you know have different flavors? I don't know. Can't you get like chocolate know. toffee or? What am I thinking about, Reggie? Dan, Dan, how dog where you where you live? Is this, that salt, caramel. ocean salt, oh, taffy, yeah. and a big thing. Yeah, taffy, taffy. I don't like that stuff. What's the like difference between all. toffee and taffy? One's got an O, and one's got an A. <laughs> oh, I just, yeah, taffy to me is like I don't know, like I, don't, I was going to say cotton candy like, but it's not. It's too sweet. Taffy is toffee's different. Mm. All right, let's rate this thing, man. We're, we are 19 minutes into our show. We, we got a lot right, of topics go, to talk about. We do. I'll go first, I'll say it's a seven. It's a daily drinker for me. Daily drinker for the hound dog. What about you, B-Dub? I'm going to say a, a six. Got close, but a six. Close, but no cigar. So it's a daily close drinker if somebody else buys it, right? A six is a daily drinker if somebody else buys it. Yeah, that's the way it does. <laughs> yeah. If you bring it to the house, I'll, I'll help you drink it. Guys, yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> this is totally outside of my wheelhouse, and I'm I'm not on board with this at all, guys. I'm coming in with the hard three. Oh dang! Ooh, we killed, killed that one. Killed it. But I didn't well, have no, it. Now, but... No, no. Even if I gave it a six, like B Dub, it's still not a day drinker. That's true. It got closer though. But... Yeah, but it's five point three. Five point three. Not a daily drinker. Mitchell didn't make Victor didn't make the cut. All right, well, good deal. All right. Didn't make her cut anyway. Nope. But the more you drink of it, the drier it gets. Yeah, I'm drinking more of it. Yeah. 
You you wear it six out, don't you, B-Dub? I might come up to <laughs> I might come on up, but I can't change it now. It's in ink. Once you ink it, you're done, right? Oh, it's done. It's in the books. All right. <laughs> with, it, with it being the Sorry. new year, do you guys have any New Year resolutions? Uh, uh, just the old standard, which I I can't ever do, man. Lose weight. Lose weight. Lose weight, yours. Yeah. You, you've heard that well, old cliche before, hadn't you, B-Dub? You know how to lose 10, uh, 10 pounds of ugly weight, right? How's that? Cut your head off. Oh. <laughs> I fell into that one. Thanks, buddy. Hey, when I look in the mirror... I've said this many times. I love me if nobody else loves me. Every time I look in my mirror. Well, yeah, I tell you, a good a good indication you might need to lose weight. And I'm not saying you do need to. I'm just saying a good indication if you do. When you have to take multiple mirrors, put them side by side to see yourself. Ooh, you can't well, just quite see all yourself in one mirror. Now I'm getting offended. Don't be talking about B-Dev no more. <laughs> That's called a clue in the detective world. I'm getting offended here. Well, I tell you, talk about well, mirrors, man. I, I feel like I'm 18 to walk by a mirror in the house here and think, what in the world dad's doing here? <laughs> Dang. Well, I tell you, my New Year's resolution is I don't have one. If I don't have one, that means I can't break it. And you won't get depressed if you do break it because you That's won't right. have one. That's right. Well, I don't do them either, but now I am doing the 365 challenge for 2023. That's where uh, it's a challenge that you sign up for and you plan on doing 365 miles of hiking during the year. Oh, so you like to do a mile a day. Well, you could do a mile a day. You got to do at least one mile. It's got to be a hike, not a walk. You know, and, and all hikes in, in, include walking, but not all walking includes hiking. Does that make sense? So no. what, what distinguishes a walk from a hike? Uh, generally off pavement in a wooded, uh, secluded area, as opposed to if you just walk around the block. Like well, if you be- walk around your block, you're in a wooded, secluded area. <laughs> That's true. So you're hiking if you walk around your block. That's true. That's true. If he takes the trash out, he's probably hiking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to do that. And so far, I'm in the depths. I had one day in the books and. I haven't been out there hiking yet. Now, you said you signed up for this. What What, what do you mean you signed up well, for it? I didn't really sign up for it. It's, it's, a, it's a gimmick they have, uh, these different uh, companies have, to have you buy T-shirts and memorabilia. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a thing. Hey, uh, join our 365-mile-hike challenge for 50 bucks. You get a T-shirt. You get a sticker. You get a patch. And you get a little um, uh, log to log your miles in it. And, you know, you get that up front. It's an honor system. You you get all that up front. Even if you don't walk one, one mile, you get a pat said you've done 365 miles. So we, like, we can send that $50 in and we can get one in patches. Sure true. can. We can get, we get 365 done in a month. Well, for 1995, you can get it all that but the T-shirt. I don't, I don't buy into that. <laughs> I like the idea of it. So I'm going to make my own log sheet and... Save myself 50 bucks and uh, keep up with it myself. But see, if you do that, what you're talking about, hound dog, you're just cheating yourself, and you got to look back in that mirror, and you say, I cheated myself. So I'm not going to cheat myself. I'm going to do it. Yep. There you go. Right. 
Well, you know, that's kind of like the uh, the motorcycle ride thing. They have a what they call an iron butt challenge. I think it's a challenge. But anyway, what, what that is, you have to ride on a motorcycle. I think it's a minimum of a thousand miles in one 24-hour span, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you might, be able, you might be able to break it up, but it's like a thousand miles. And you have to keep up with your gas receipts. You have to turn your gas receipts in. When you uh, say, hey, I want to do the iron butt thing, you, you do you do your ride and turn your gas receipts in. At the end of it, they give you a patch or a sticker or something. Well, that's pretty cool because each gas station will show a location. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, that would be a location. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a thousand miles in one tw- in a twenty four hour span. Man, that's 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 getting it, ain't it? It is. Oh yeah, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I, I figured you already had. Yeah, I, th- I thought you had hound dog. Nope. Most I've ever ridden one day was six hundred miles. Well, you know, a couple of our buddies did that very thing, man. With you know, riding all them with the all around the country, what uh, Buck was supposed to go with them. Yeah. Yeah. They're going yeah, for I months gave. and months. Dave Collins and Rod Farley of Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department. Retired. David Sorio and somebody, some, uh, somebody else. I can't remember who else. We need them on well, here sometime I, talking about that about that ride. If you ever did anything like that, obviously you go with, with a couple people. You ain't going to do it by yourself. It wouldn't be no fun. Right. So that's the only way I see anybody doing it. Yeah. But I don't have a motorcycle, so I ain't gonna be doing it. Yeah, I got a, I got one, but I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. Does it count if it's on uh, a trailer? You can pull it. Pull it around. You gotta get gas. Hey, make short just stops. Get, just get on the back and let me pull you all like like making a movie or something. Hey, we, uh, we I'll film y'all going down the road. We can make like a ride out of you. <laughs> I got like my on hillbillies on the back of his truck. <laughs> That'll work. I'll do that. Put your motorcycle on the back. I'll pull it. Yeah. All right. On, more serious, on a more serious note, B-Dub, what were you talking about just prior to getting on the podcast? Something about an officer involved in something? Well, I come across the news that a police officer here in Gaston County is actually, he says, Ranlow police officer was, is going to be, or is charged with first-degree murder. And I think Hound, Hound Dog brought that to my attention. Didn't you see the article? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it on the uh, saw the article, you know, skimming the news down here at the beach, and it, it was on there. And I was like, "What in the world?" Really, all the way down to the beach. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've got it up here in the mountains. Yeah, uh, and and to give a little background. Ranelagh is a small town right outside of Gastonia. Yeah, I wonder what the population of Ranelagh is. Can't be no more than a thousand. Hey, do you know where Ranelagh, uh, the town of Ranelagh, got its name? Do not. The two founders. I I the two founders was Randy and and Flo. Yeah. So they put their names together to make Ranlow. Yep. True is that story. for real? Yeah. True story. Yeah. Yeah, I did know that. I don't know how many officers they they got, but he was an off duty officer. That's very important to say that he was off yeah. duty at the time of the incident that happened. I think. After midnight, one or two o'clock in the morning, is that what it was? Yeah, I, I think it. Yeah, I think it was like two fifteen. Two fifteen. Ranlow Police was called to Burlington Avenue. Burlington Avenue is in their jurisdiction, and he was Ranlow officer as well. So, uh, at two fifteen right. a.m. on Sunday morning. Man, it's actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's right across the street from the police department. 
Yeah, but you're exactly that- right. There's a little T intersection there in Burlington, I think Avenue is runs off it. Yeah, right across the street. Oh my lord, don't you know that was a shock to the on duty officers when that officer, responded to that call. When officers arrived, they found that an off duty officer Agupon is his last name. A G Y A P O N Agupon, am I saying it right? He's been sta- he's been stabbed multiple times related to a domestic dispute, and uh, he discharged his service weapon. Wow, he's carrying his his duty weapon. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that to any negative you officers. Well, he don't have that one anymore. Is- no, that's gonna be tied up. Killing the stabbing yeah. suspect, according to release from the town of Renlo. And they I called, mean, I, they called in Gaston County PD to do the investigation. Oh, and also the State Bureau investigation. That is horrible, though. I mean, for him for him to get charged, though, off duty with a weapon related offense like that, there has to be something that the DA saw and the officers investigating it saw. I well, mean, it that says was, it's like, domestic, so there's a girl involved. Well, there is, there is a girl involved, apparently, but something. All I know is that's just an officer making a poor decision, and we don't know all the facts yet, but it will come out, but that's just an officer making a poor decision. Yeah, and just, yeah. Another, just another fact check for people outside of Gastonia, Gaston County, North Carolina, or just outside of Gaston, North Carolina altogether. We have a county police department. <coughs> Excuse me. We're the only county in the state of North Carolina to have a county police department. Right. Out of 100 counties. There's yeah, 100 yeah. counties. Yeah, in our in, county, Gastonia Gaston County Police does criminal investigations. The Sheriff's Department does civil in the courts. That's right. And our and our state bureau investigations are called, of course, uh, SBI. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to come out. Of course, the news is going to run with it. They're going to keep it on the news. It's you know it's it's it's, it's horrible because somebody lost their life. Hey, but you, they're going to run with it and make us look bad. I like hey, to know. You, I like to know what exactly what happened. You know what how this all come about and how it all occurred. I guess we won't know that until it comes out in the, in the papers for us. So that's, that's not involving law enforcement anymore other than supporting the law enforcement. Uh, it says right here what happened, guys. Agupon, oh, Agupon and the subject that was shot was in the debate on who was the best personality on uh, Bourbon and Badges. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's that. I don't, we don't need I, that guy. I, 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 I apologize. We're not going to make fun of this. this we've got one officer is in trouble for shooting somebody, and we've got somebody else dead. And, of course, that's not – that's always sad. That is very sad. New Year's – I mean, New Year's Day. I mean, come on. People should be having a good time. What the heck's wrong with people, yeah, And man? I apologize if I'm saying his name wrong. Yeah, Agapon. Agapon. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's at uh, Caremont Health, which is our hospital here in Gaston County. And upon discharge, he will be taken to the Gas County Jail and charged with wow. murder. Is that right? It didn't say other than and just what I just read. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought I read one where he said he'll be charged with first degree murder upon Rello, his release. Rello Chief Jim Led Ledsford. That sounds so familiar. We know him. I don't know that I do. I I know him. I've seen him. I met him, but you know I don't see him on a regular basis. Nice chief and everything. I'm sure he's, you know, upset about it because it's one of his officers and it, it's just the way it's just horrible. And I'm and uh, they'll get to the bottom of it. And, you know, if he did it, and he's in the wrong. He's going to have to pay. I mean, you know, he's no different than anybody else. Well, he is different than anybody else. 
because we we're held to a higher standard. We are held to a higher standard. That's for sure. It is. It it, it is. And we should know, be. Exactly, and you know that goes into what you know the, the topic we were talking about and want to talk about. You know, before we get in the time crunch here is police officers. I don't know what they're going through today versus what we all started in 1986. I will say for you, Steve, and for Red uh, and Hound Dog, and I mean Slow Ride and Hound Dog, and me. I don't think it, the job changed me. Did it change you guys? Did it change your personality? Oh, yeah, no. It, it, yeah, you can't. Uh, personality, maybe not. But to say you're not changed after 30 years of policing? I tell yeah, you. I, mean, you yeah, I think it desensitizes or we desensitize ourselves to certain situations. Well, to I, where. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I mean, cut you off. I'll touch you through. Go ahead. Uh, to where. What should bother the average person or somebody does not necessarily bother us. If that makes any sense. It, uh, I mean, it, we have we have to like put all that stuff behind us. And, you know, don't look at the you know the the little kid laying there that accidentally got shot. Oh, a hundred percent. That's traumatic. Anytime you go to fatality or any type of homicide, and you know, of course. You know, Slow's investigated homicides. I haven't, but he has. But and you go talk to the family, and I killed him. I killed him. Things. What do you mean? It's a pun. <laughs> I killed the homicides that I was investigating. Oh my lord, he gets me all the time. I must be slow. I'm getting old. <laughs> but I um, mean, you know, I don't think I don't think the job though. What I'm trying to say, maybe I didn't say it right. The job did not change me to the point where a I hated to go to work every day. Oh, yeah, me either. I enjoyed going to work every day, hanging out with you guys. And we still talk to this day. Even if we didn't have this podcast, we're still friends and we'd hang out and do things. Of course, you and Hound Dog, y'all ride motorcycles and stuff like that. But today's officer, I don't see them. Maybe we don't see it or maybe I don't. They don't. They're maybe not as tight as we used to be hanging out in the parking lot after second shift for two or three hours talking. Well, that used to be the thing, man. You know, man, again, just, just just to tell people, you used to work three shifts, first, second, third, of course. After second shift, it would be nothing but there standard two hours later out there shooting the, the crap in the back of the parking lot. Yeah, that's true. And we saw things back then that they're seeing now. Now, of course, the scrutiny, they got to wear, you know, they wear the cameras, which I think helps them more than hurts them in a lot of ways because it, it, it shows everything. If you're in the right, you're in the right. It catches, you, it catches them doing good. Catches them doing good, catches the bad guy doing bad. Uh, but I'm, I'm just thinking, I, I pulled up something right fast in, you know, mental suicides. A Chicago police department had three officers, three Chicago police officers die by suicide in a single week. Well, in B- one week. BW, you know, every 48 hours, police officer in, North, in the United States takes his own life. Wow. We, we are the third highest divorce rate. Doctors is number one. I can't remember who number two is. I knew it was the, the it's probably, probably lawyers because, you know, their spouse can't believe anything they say because they lie all day in court. <laughs> they got a rebuttal. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I guess, you know, us talking about it, the suicide is horrible. I never found myself like that. I'm sure you two guys haven't. Uh, but nope. uh, and it's horrible they did that. And I, I, I don't have the answer, but is policing changed that much? 
that it's that much more stressful now. You know, back when we were coming up, when we first got hired, Barry, uh, B-Dub and I worked together on the same shift, right straight out of basic law enforcement. We went to the same shift together. Yeah, We worked the same shift together for, man, Decade. the first round before, well, before we went to, to get set, we was on Adam team together for, what, six years, seven mm-hmm. years? Then we worked together on on the what ended up being a community policing outfit. That's right. Then after that, we ended up working together again in Vice. So we've been we've been working together for like you said decades. And when we started doing that, we wanted to go to work on third shift on the weekend because we worked at the uh, the west side of Gastonia, which is was you know, then known as the rough side of town. Still, and we is. loved. Okay. Well, we loved, loved getting out there and beating the bushes and taking the bad guys to jail. That's why we we enjoyed doing that a lot. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. 100%. I mean, we, you know, we've gotten car chases together. We've gotten fist fights together. We've gotten all kinds of stuff together. And that, and that is part of what brought us closer as being friends and other than coworkers. Well, I knew you had my back. I could depend on you just like that we're common bond. It's a, it's a warrior mentality, though, out there when, you, when you're only going to have at that time, and y'all know four, five, six officers, maybe working a shift on third shift, rocking and rolling in the summertime, and you got to know each other's radio voice. Like if somebody's stopping a car, we didn't have to wait on dispatch to send us. We're going to go anyway. Oh, not only so that, we, you could tell by the tone of the officer's voice. If how you needed to respond, right? Yes, you picked up on that. But and and now you know even our old police department where we used to work, Gastonia PD, is a lot bigger, a lot more officers. I understand that. Uh, but you know today's police officer makes more than we made. I don't even know what I was even making when I got hired. Do y'all remember? I don't remember. Eighteen thousand five hundred dollars. Well, there you go. So, yeah. but when you took the job, though, slow. Did you did you think about oh this pays horrible I can right, make no, that no, money no, no. let's let's back up there was such a stage nineteen eighty six that wasn't bad money no, well, yeah. from being a yarn boy. Oh, and I tell you this, I, I tell you this sums it up B Dub I'm sitting there at work and working the front desk and one of the old heads come in one of the senior officers and he goes hey rookie how long you got and I've been there about nine months I said twenty nine years ago sir he says man yeah, I'd kill myself. I'm thinking, dude, I do this for free. <laughs> yeah. Now you fast forward 30 years later, I know exactly now what that old uh, old head police was talking about. I know exactly yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah, it, he he went on and it, you know, he sees stuff and he goes through stuff that we was all new. But you know me, I'm still in it part time, and and uh, y'all know this too. I haven't changed. I mean, I'm still doing the job. Not patrol. I do specialized investigations, but I I just don't bother me. Maybe I'm just I don't know. Maybe because I'm only part time, I don't do patrol anymore, and I don't get to you know the complaints and stuff that they go through. I don't know. What do y'all think? So you're saying on day one, you have the same thoughts, feelings, and reactions to tragedy and mayhem as you do now. I, I can sum it up this way. What, the way I grew up in the neighborhood I grew up in, now I'm not saying it's Chicago and New York City back in We used to be called the them Chicago, actually. 
It was Little Chicago. I guess to answer that question, my environment, the way I grew up, and stuff that I had already seen before I became a police officer, I don't, I don't want to say desensitized me, but it wasn't nothing surprising to see fights or stabbing or even a shooting because I saw that in my neighborhoods. I've seen police officers chase them bad guys down the road, tackle them, fight them. So I guess to answer that question, it wasn't nothing I had never saw before. I mean, I mean, that's just the way it was. Well, tell you, Let me ask you this, you, you Now you do investigation, narcotics investigation, right? I do. Okay. If your chief was to walk up to you one day and say, Barry, we need you to put a uniform on and train some of these new officers because, <laughs> you know, you, you're a field training officer. We need you to come out of the uh, NARC unit and train some officers. What will be your response? Well, uh, one, I know, I, I know, I know why Slow's laughing. Let me answer, Rachel. Let me answer, Rachel. Let me answer. <laughs> he calls Sutton up, say, "Hey, you got a uniform I can borrow?" <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> I, I I would say to that is number one. I do not want to wear a uniform. It doesn't matter what. But to train them now, I go and talk to the guys in briefing. No, I'm talking about riding in the car, telling them how, teaching them how to be a police officer. I, I probably would say no, but in my special investigation field to teach rookies to come in there, I would say, yeah, I, I'd love to teach them the profession that I do now. But also to talk to them about, we all go through that. You do not go through almost 30 years of law enforcement. The guys before us did it. Think about it, the Blaylocks, the Mishalaks, uh, yeah. Jim Andersons, all those guys did it. Yeah. And, you know, and they probably looked at us. We come and look at these rooks, like Slow said. And you, but I, I, I go and, ahead. And you got to set the stage too, there, B Dub Hound Dog. You know, when we started in 1986, and prior to that, you talk about Anderson and the other guys had even less. You had a firearm, which was a revolver, and a flashlight. You didn't have tasers. We didn't have pepper spray. No, that's right. We did not. And you, you, you're absolutely right. And uh, you didn't have much backup on many nights. I mean, you're you, you were it. Uh, I guess I learned you number one, don't overstep your bounds and go out there and try to be something you're not. And it, it allowed you to talk to people and try to talk your way and get them the same thing done when I haven't getting a fist fight with them or worse, having getting a shootout, which sometimes you couldn't avoid that. Well, I'm telling you, yeah. I'm getting aggravated guys. I know we are preaching the prior because a lot of people listening to us are, are police and military. I'm sitting here looking at this, listening to some Gosh, I can't talk. Sitting here reading some of these replies to this officer-involved shooting, and I'm just getting angry. You talking about the one in Ranlow? Yes. Oh, I bet they're lighting it up. Well, what, so, what some, kind of, what, some people are kind of not not really, but they're kind of supporting it. Uh, I mean, yeah, what are they saying? Yeah, Russell, the the idiot he is. He, he was, that was four hours ago. Says unpaid leave. The officer was on unpaid unpaid leave. You know, during the investigation, and that's you know standard procedure for stuff like this. Uh, so unpaid leave. That's got to be the first. Russell, you're an idiot. <laughs> and Leroy down here. Hey, Leroy, listen here, buddy. He says you still want us to trust the police? Uh, you're probably a thug, Leroy. That's why you don't trust the police. If you quit selling dope. You wouldn't have a problem. Well, see, I'm getting See, there you go. I got to put this there, up. I'm getting ill. Well, here's the thing, though. He did it, and now all the officers are going to suffer the consequences on a, on potentially 
it looked like he's going to get charged with murder, but that make everybody have to suffer through it. Is what I'm saying. You make yeah. decisions. You know, none of us went out and ever got in that situation, did we? None of us went out and got in trouble doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I and tell you. Have, but you have checks and balances too. So I, you ought to call each other. Each other needs to call the other officer, the friends, and look. I'm stressed out and get somebody to calm you down before you get yourself in that situation. Well, we were at Shooter Express. We worked off duty, off duty where I worked part time for moving to the mountains. We got this discussion with some of the guys coming shooters and, and his one of the guy's wife was in there. It was talking about, you know, just about guns in general. She wasn't a big gun fanatic, but she came with her husband to shoot. And I said, man, you got to realize between 30 years police officer and now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working at a gun store and stuff. I've carried a gun for 42 years. My gun has not shot me or anybody else. Yeah. Well, and, but see what yeah. aggravates me about this <clears throat> is you got these Monday morning quarterbacks. These guys are sitting in front of a computer and they're going to do computer analyzing all day long with their big fat guts and, you know, big guzzle hanging off their chin, sick with their little cokes. And they want to judge these brave men and women go out there every day and put their line on the line for for people that scared to you know scared to get out oh i'm making myself feel no you're you right just, you just gave out that description i started looking around my room and said if there's a camera in here you just watch me. <laughs> oh i, just, I, hey, I, I had through. to close my laptop <laughs> hey, hey, oh. i got a big a big mirror i look when i get my fancy suits on i don't like what i'm seeing here but you know you're right but we just got to live through it. We all lived through everything else, like the oil incident. It was horrible back in the day that they did that. Some officers did that. The oil incident, you know, it made national right. news. Yeah. And yeah. for the lifters out there, I mean, we won't go through it, but it was some officers made some poor decisions and messed with some homeless people and ended up going to federal prison over it, losing their careers. And we all had to suffer because of it. So when you do something that is stupid as a police officer or something you don't think through, it affects everybody. Just think about that. It's not going to, it's going to affect everybody. Well, and what people don't realize, Hound Dog or MBW, is there's no one hates a bad cop worse than a good cop. Uh, 100% agreed. And, you know, when you work special investigations like all of us have done, you're around a lot of money, you're around a lot of drugs. You know, we take that, we seize it, we count it, we put the evidence in. I have never been tempted, nor have y'all. I know your character. Oh yeah, I've been with. How many with times? You how many times you had a B and E in the middle of the night? You're working third shift. You're sitting there, and there's cash laying everywhere. You know, you're inside a convenience store, and there's honey buns laying everywhere. <laughs> honey buns. <laughs> hey, what yeah. are you saying now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You know, how many times have you been in that position? You sitting there, and you protect that man's property until you get you know somebody get there and secure the, the property you know what i'm saying that that's all because when you take that oath and i'm not trying to be corny but when you take that oath that oath means something and it means what it is to protect people property and, and, and you know there is some bad apples there's bad preachers too there's bad firemen there's bad people in any profession but police officers this guy right here gonna be all over the news Police officer charged murder. You what? They won't even go in. Probably that he was off duty. Well, now well, I got angry reading some of these idiots' reviews, but uh, there are a couple people on there that was that was uh, speaking on on the police behalf. You know, you don't know all the facts until all the facts are in. You know that sort of thing. That, that's true. We don't know all the facts. 
All right, get but, back, you know, get back, be up what we were talking about. Yeah, about yeah. If he's changing, yeah, I, I, there's no doubt it changes you. You never laid up, never laid in the middle of the night thinking about a case. Wish you maybe you should have done something a little different. You could have done maybe you done A instead of B, or B instead of A. You could probably could have circumvented something else from happening. No, if I'm laying in bed thinking about a case, if I'm going to trial the next day, I'll go and go through the case and make sure I know my case throughout because it might be two or three years before you go to trial. But I, I don't know. I can't answer that. How about you, Hound Dog? Well, I don't even understand what the question was. Oh, you never say you never laid in bed doing you done an investigation thinking maybe crap if I just done this as opposed to this, the outcome would be a little different. No, I, I like like B Dove says. The only time that I've ever thought something like that was when I was going through a trial or preparing for a trial. If I'm gonna go back and read my notes to something that happened three or four years ago, I thought, damn, I should have said this, or damn, I should have asked this, or damn, yeah, that's what I'm talking about you know, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, but, but at I, the time, at the time, no. And, and I tell you, a good friend of the podcast, Gary Johnson, aka Critter. Here yeah. and I were talking one day, and it might have been during a pre-podcast meeting. But uh, you know, we were just talking. He says, um, "He says, why the mountains, man?" So we you know, talk about about the love for the mountains, the fishing, that sort of thing, the hiking. And I said, "You know, the thing about it is Gary is up in the mountains, up in Mitchell County. I ride down the road. I don't think you know where what." That's what little baby got killed. Oh, that's where you know this guy's brain's Same blown here. out. This is where I got in this fight, you know, and almost got knocked out. You know, this is where this is. You know, you know what I'm saying I don't see all these ghosts up here. It's that's that's me. That's well, me. I'm, I'm, I'm still stuck in uh, Gastonia where I worked and live and still. So I go by places. I guess I never thought of that, but uh, I mean, I yeah. guess I have thought about it subconsciously, but I don't sit there and. I, I don't know. When I was involved in my shooting where a guy lost his life, I mean, I go, I went by that location a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I thought about it. Thought about Ray, oh, hound dog standing at this. Dad, blame it. I should have fired around if I got stuck with the incident report. Yeah, I should have put one in the ground or shoot one in the sky or something. I wouldn't have to do that report. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sit up there all half the night or all night doing reports. Yeah. But the, the biggest thing about an officer involved shooting, you know, is your family, you know, when you get home and you think about it, like, wow, that could have been me that got killed. But that's when it really hits. But to sit and dwell on it, I didn't do that. Maybe I was just different. It, it, you know, I went and talked to the psychiatrist. All of us did. And I couldn't wait to actually get back to work because the more I sit around the house by myself and my wife was at work and the family's gone, the more you think about it, just well, put me back on. Well, maybe B Dub, you'd be more like Hound Dog and have a heart. I, I do have it's, a heart. It's documented that I got one. He's got one. He found it all four quarters. <laughs> that square heart he is. <laughs> but every man's made different, just like these police officers that committed suicide, and I think three of them don't know what happened, don't know the factors, because Chicago, it's all the hell in Chicago. They get no support from the mayor. The mayor's an idiot. Everybody's out on bond. Anybody, it's just a wild, wild west in Chicago. Well, yeah. I, I tell you, B-Dub, now, I've, been, uh, I've worked officer involved shootings for as a supervisor. Never been involved in officer involved shootings, so you have, and so we know the answer from you. So I'm asking Hound Dog, uh, when did you ever decide or realize, and I, I'll give you an example at first. Let me, let me give you the example first. I'm on the way to domestic Dispatch says there's a subject with a shotgun standing in the middle of the road. 
uh, on uh, Marietta Avenue, and I was at Broad and Second, so I'm like one block away. I said, I'll hit that first. I pull up. There he sends a gun. I challenge him. He lays the gun down. He backs, you know, back him up off the gun. Now I make a, I make a, a bad mistake. You know, you 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 hold your ground. You hold him at bay until backup arrives. That's what you should do. I made a mistake because I come out around my my cover of my vehicle, and as I do, he steps forward toward the gun. At that point, my hand drops onto the trigger because you know, you have you have a finger discipline. Your fingers don't trigger till you're ready to pull it. And I'm starting to pull back, and I tell him, you know. You know, get away from gun, get away from gun, back up, back up, back up. And at that point, I realized I can kill this man. I'm not saying I can live with it afterwards. I don't know because I never shot anybody. But right then at that point, I knew. There's no doubt in my mind I can kill a man. What about you, Hound Dog? Well, have I ever thought about could I kill somebody? Yeah, have you ever gotten that position a year off? You finally realize, you know, yeah, you know, there's no two ways about it. I can pull this trigger. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh... have. I got the like that guy. Uh, there's a guy one time was in the house. He pulls a knife, goes to the kitchen sink, grabs a knife, and turns around. And as soon as he gets turned around, a gun is out, pointing at his chest, and I'm starting to squeeze the trigger. And he, uh, he sees that I'm I'm squeezing the trigger. He sees the hammer coming back on the gun. He throws the knife down. I uh, uh, end up getting him cuffed and taking him to jail. So and that guy told me, he said, Man, you were gonna kill me, wasn't you? I said, Yeah, if you if you hadn't put that knife down, I was gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. I don't remember Captain Carter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's another instant, uh, yeah, the guy that he just had a big old giant stick and, and I had my gun pulled and he had a couple of backup and when they arrived, Captain Carter was like the second guy on the scene and afterwards he goes, Covered? There's no doubt in my mind, you're just about to kill that man. Mm-hmm. He said, I've seen it in your eyes. But well, I, I, I can say this. I think you would be able to live with that. Nobody wants to take a life. Well, And, and, and you then, know, because you, you, like you've involved and also involved shooting where a, a bad guy calls you <clears throat> and some other officers to take his life. It wasn't your it choice. Wasn't, it was his. Yeah, right, multiple times he had time to give it. But me and, uh, and one other quick story, me and Houndall went a domestic, and this girl was he trying did. to kill herself. And with a knife, she had cut herself, blood all over every place. She and barricaded herself in the bedroom. That's correct. Barricaded in the bedroom and said, you come through this door, I'm going to kill you. Well, the boyfriend, and he gets all mighty mouse, if I remember correctly. Don't he knock the door up and she shoots at his ridge? Yeah. Well, no, she, he kicks the door open. And we bum rush her and tackle her, get her on the ground. Barry, you, you have your... You have your uh, hand on her arm that's got the gun in it. That's right. Blood everywhere. Yeah. And I have to, and I, and I get kind of, you know, beside you, I put my hand on your arm, run it down to your hand, on her hand, onto the gun until I could wrestle the gun out of her hand. And we could not while, hear nothing. And while while all this is going on, while I was trying to get to the gun, she fires a round off. Oh, my God. That was loud. It was. It's a forty-five. It was what happened? <laughs> and we come out slow and just started saying, "What? What?" They was talking like we can't hear nothing. The hell are you saying? We can't hear. We got blood all over us, and we yeah. did not shoot the lady though. We tackled her because we didn't have time to think. Yeah, you just jumped, and we did that, and that was pretty bad. Situation. And the woman was not. 
she was not in her right frame of mind. I don't care what she said. Yeah, true. But it was terrible. And uh, but, but then, you know, that's before we knew anything about all the blood-borne pathogen stuff, remember? Oh, yeah. Blood all over us. So bottom line is a 45-round going off in the house in a enclosed room is loud. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. You know, and, and I guess it could be premeditated, premeditated thought. But if you get to a point you think about shoot somebody sitting inside your car, you need to put a couple of windows down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's going to blow your ears. Hey, I looked that. up bum rush. It's a noun slang, yeah. forcible or swift ejection from a place. So y'all swiftly ejected yourself from a place and then on to her. Yeah. Uh, there you go. We bomb rushed her. Yeah, we did. I don't know if we put that in the supplement that way, but <laughs> I don't know if we said bum rush. We might have back then. We don't know. We just created writing. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and I think I told you before, you, you know, and I'm getting all subject. But, you know, we had an officer that had a complaint, and the supervisor went to him and said, you need to, you know, anytime you get a complaint, the officer has, the uh, controlling supervisor has to do an investigation. The supervisor went to him and said, hey, man, you need to do a supplement, you know, detailing what happened, and he wrote down the supplement, I did not do it. That was a supplement. <laughs> and then I, the sergeant goes back and says, no, you, gotta, you have to get more detail. And he goes, I really did not do it. <laughs> I promise. I did not do it. And I'm pretty sure that guy's a federal agent right now. <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. I'm about to remember that. Good. Yeah. But the, the stress though of the Chicago, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a little research. I want about in the day of Al Capone when he ran up Chicago and all those gangsters, if police suicide rates back then are as high as they are now. That, I'm gonna look at well, up. The the problem here is B dub the documentation of it. May have been, but it wasn't documented, I'm sure, like it is today. And it's fun you bring up uh was it Capone? Guess where he got most of his money from? Oh yeah. From uh, uh, little whiskey. Yeah, out, out of out of Canada. Pro prohibition. That's where During that's where Canadians got their big stronghold with their uh with their brand in the United States. Good yeah. nice tie in there, B dub. I didn't even know I was tying that in. But there you, you go. Good tie-in. I didn't know that. I was just curious if suicide rate back then is high as it is then. I don't. I mean, like you said, from documentation, who knows? But uh, but anyway, I know we run out of time. But I just think officers today, the way I look at using force on anybody, if I'm out there in the public sector and I'm not a police officer, and somebody's trying to hurt or kill me or my family or somebody else that I know is a victim for sure, without a doubt. It's, I'm just not going to let it happen. I'm not. I'm not going to be your victim. You're going to find somebody else, but you're not, not going to be your victim. I'm sorry. You're going to pick somebody else because it's not going to work out good for you. I mean, yeah. it's not. Agreed. Agreed. Um. Well, how do you think about that, Slow? I mean, you're the same way. I mean, well, you, you, uh, the, the only thing I can add to that is the bad guys are learning. If you go out there and you show on a call. You are the ultimate authority. When you show up, you are the authority. You are control of that scene. By God, what I say goes. I am the man. I dictate everything that happens while I'm on this call. If you don't have that mentality, the bad guy's learning from you. They know. Oh, then oh, yeah. uh, they know that Officer X, when he shows up, he ain't going to do nothing. I can push him around all I want to. And they keep taking it further and further and further. They learn from you. And if you go up there and you're professional and you handle your business, they know. When Officer X shows up, he handles his business. Yes, sir. No problem, Officer, because he knows Officer X is going to take him to jail or stomp his guts and take him to jail. 
Very well said. It's called Command Presence. Yes. And uh, there was a video shown the other day that guy had a gun in a hallway of a apartment complex walking around with officer pulls up on had it on his body cam and officer sitting there, please put the gun down, please put the gun down. Guy keeps advancing on him with the gun in his hand. Officer's backing up, please put your gun down. And the guy said, Well you put your gun down. Next thing you know, the shots rang out. I think the officer got hit. The bad guy, I don't know if he got hit or not, but uh yeah. don't let the bad guy get the shot off. No, I don't want to I don't know what to say. Just don't let the bad guy get shot off. If you got a shot and you're you're okay with that, by policy or whatever, or human nature, don't be the guy's victim. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Excellent place, excellent place to end the podcast on. You guys got any shout-outs? I do. I got a ringgate pig shout-out this week since we've been talking about Chicago. This is Chicago Hitman. My boy, my brother Ribs up there. Y'all keep it straight. I'll see you. We'll see you in a couple months. Why well, got to be your boy, not our boy? I, I changed it. You didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I like the name of them. I'm going to shout-out to them, too, because I don't want them to get me. All right. Yeah, I don't have any shout-outs from <laughs> Shootout Mountain. Hey, guys, be sure to hit that donate button. If you would, please. That would be great. Start the new year off. Uh, you can do it. Uh, you know, if you if you can't find us, you're just not looking. We're out there. That's correct. Please leave us a positive review and hit that like button. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, everywhere, almost YouTube. I think we're going to tour that at some point. You email us at bourbonandbadges at yahoo.com. Hey, uh, Hound Dog, you you just re- you just changed a way to people to find us on Buzzsprout. What I did. Let's hear about that. Good. You go to your search engine on Google or whatever. You type in bourbon and badges, the podcast dot buzzsprout dot com. It's a long one, but it's got our name in it and it got dots instead of ats. <laughs> Good deal. I like the dots. Dots. All right, guys. That's... Appreciate it. And any last words? Hey, let's drink about it and drink responsibly. And all you first responders be safe and make it a good year to get home. This has been a Studio 77 production. Take the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs>